0: hi everyone we're here we're queer again (laughs) welcome back to fat people with opinions i'm isaiah
1: i'm taylor and we're back we're fat and we still have fucking
0: opinions yes
1: one year later
0: yes (laughs) it's been a while (laughs) but we're here so don't you know get too mad not get too mad <laughs> okay you can get a little mad enough mad but don't get too mad okay because we too mad, bitch. we're here um How have you been friend it's been a year it's not
1: been a year since we've talked but it's been a year since we've talked and to y'all
0: and recorded um i am today i'm doing good actually i'm doing really good today i have i feel hopeful i feel positive i feel optimistic Today I feel good. that's
1: wonderful. I love to hear that.
0: How are you feeling? I
1: feel pretty good today. Today has been a wonderful day. It was sunny when I woke up. Um, I had coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was sunny when I woke up. I had coffee. I, I got
1: two new plants. That makes me very happy. And I streamed. We've had a very productive day. Today,
0: same, same. I went to the gym, went to the barber, shaved just some some grooming stuff so like yeah we've been productive yeah um do we want to talk about why it's been a year
1: we can we can you have um insight on that because i i I mean don't (laughs) i will
0: take full responsibility for why it's been so long since we've recorded Mm -hmm. because taylor has been like You know, this thing, we have this thing called a podcast, right? Where we're supposed to be recording weekly episodes. Mm -hmm. I have been saying this, yes. (laughs) This is a thing that we have done and we should be continuing to do. Mm -hmm. People are asking for these episodes. What's your problem? Why don't you want to record? (laughs) And I've been like, okay, well, yeah, we can. Yeah, let's do one next week. Next week comes... This nigga is nowhere to be found. <laughs> There's no episodes. I'm like, okay, let's just, you know, it's just, you know, I just need a break. Let's just do a month, you know? Mm-hmm. That was in March. A month. A month passes. And I'm like, you know what? I just need a couple months. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting around the time the pandemic is really, you know, taking taking over everything involving my life. So let's just, you know, take some time. Mm-hmm. That turned into a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it, it really was... After a certain amount of time had passed, you get in the habit of not doing something. Mm -hmm. So you're like having to really push yourself and motivate yourself to kind of step out of your comfort zone to do that thing that you were not doing. That's why I don't go to the gym anymore because I stopped going to the gym and now I don't go to the gym anymore. (laughs) And (laughs) you can literally apply it to different aspects of life because once you stop doing something, like you said, for a considerable amount of time, like going to the gym, it's really hard to get back into the habit of doing it. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, today, the, 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 there are so many thoughts. I was like, let me just cancel. Because that's me all the time. <laughs> I just want to cancel everything, any kind of commitment that I have. I was like, you know what? Just half the battle is showing up. Because once I'm here, I'm like, okay, where's the mic? <laughs> right. I even forgot that you were coming today. And I was
1: like, oh, shit. Because I was like working on my stream and I was like okay I'm gonna stream at 12 I'm gonna stream for like 5 hours we're gonna go to like 5 o'clock by that time it'll be dinner time and then you were like oh I'm coming over I'll see you around 4 and I was like oh shit I forgot that that was happening today I was ready to be like you know we don't have to do it today right <laughs> don't say things like that to
0: me anyone who is ever interested in dating to dating me or taking me out as a friend don't give me an out because I will take that out like don't give me the opportunity to not show up because I will make it seem like, oh, I'm really sad that this is ending. But also be <laughs> like, I'm so glad internally that this is happening because I did not want to leave the house. And that's horrible. And I need to work that it's out. Like, yeah, it's like borderline fuckboy behavior. Right.
1: You know, um, I was called a fuckboy the other day, but by my boyfriend. So we were having a conversation and I was he was like i was like if i ever cheated on you it would be it would not be emotional it would be purely physical because i just don't have the range to be range. emotional with somebody else right now i don't have the time the patience none of it and he was like um what did he say he said something like so you're gonna take me out you're gonna have sex with me and then never talk to me again you're a fuckboy. boy and i was like no 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 i would talk to you every day i would give you good morning texts all of that i'm just not your man and she was like he was like that's some bullshit you're a fuck boy (laughs) correct i don't have the time to be emotional with anybody else we can be friendly i can send you good morning texts okay but i'm not your girlfriend
0: (laughs) that's just so interesting that like to me that is like low-key being emotional though but the fact that you can i mean i guess anyone can do something repeatedly and it's like no emotion attached to it maybe that's what it is but it's like the fact that you are sending maybe I'm just used, not used to that quality of interaction with the men that I interact with. So it's like the fact that they're sending you a good morning text every day, it's like, oh my God, you're like so emotionally.
1: That's what people be thinking. But like, you're just getting a good morning text out of me because I like saying good morning. That's right. it. Not because I have any interest in you. Not because I actually care that you have a good morning. Just because I like saying it, you know? I mean, maybe I do care that you have a good morning, but it's not because I'm in love
0: with you. It's just because morning should be good. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I agree that that's fuckboy behavior. I mean because i
1: think that the idea is that when you get a good morning text it's like a, oh this person woke up thinking about me Karen, i'm on their yeah. mind when it coming from me it's not that it's really not that it's just <laughs> i looked at my phone and saw that we had a text thread and said oh let me send them
0: a good morning that's really it but as far as cheating is concerned it only really matters how it feels to the other person yeah, the other true. person like who is receiving said text message because if it's like they interpret it as you being like extending yourself and, it, and being emotionally available in a way that you would be with your significant other than that's cheating so okay so uh, 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 points have been made about fuckboyness <laughs> okay points have been made points have been made about fuckboyness but i'm trying i made a commitment to myself in 2021 i wrote down a list of my goals and i was like this is something that i care about and i was i'm able to i've been able to commit to going to the gym during this whole pandemic so i feel like there's no reason i can't commit to spending time with my friend talking about shit that we care about and expressing our opinions and growing this (laughs) thing so
1: (laughs) because remember that time we were at like a bar or something pre-pandemic and somebody came up to you and was like I listen to your podcast some like random person every day know like imagine people we don't know actually listen to the podcast and then we disappeared for a year and
0: like <laughs> look forward to episodes like one of my friends I we had a zoom call with some old uh, co-workers from when I used to be at R.A. in college and we were all on the Zoom call and one of my really good friends he was like yeah one of the hosts of my favorite podcast I listen to is on the Zoom call but they haven't oh. released any content Whoop. and I was like first of all <laughs> drag me and have you seen that meme of like Snow White and it's like all of these she's like like flailing because everything is coming from different directions that's how i felt i feel like you are personally attacking me i'm still on the clock it's like it's not nine o'clock yet i haven't got off the clock i'm dealing with these people and then you're attacking me for you know just being a victim in all of this you're the
1: victim (laughs) you don't understand
0: girl so don't do that but shout out to you tyler this is for you you deserve one
1: of uh k moody's friends asked when the podcast was coming back too so like two steps away from me somebody i know's friend right. said what's happening with the podcast when is the next episode
0: so here you go cj <laughs> here's the episode <laughs> this is for all you guys we're back we're here and we're going to be consistent mm-hmm
1: We're going to be, we're going to get back to being, what what were we, a syndicated talk show.
0: Okay. (laughs) We were never a syndicated talk show, but we were, we were, you know. We're on the way. We really did. I'm like thinking about it. Like we really released a decent amount of episodes Mm -hmm. considering that. We, We were releasing
1: episodes at least twice a month. So if not every week, every, every other, other week. week. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. So we like do... to get to the point where we're at every week. But every other week would not, you know, that would not be horrible. Right. But let's not say that because if I say that out loud, then Isaiah's going to be like, I'm not coming
0: next week. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, that's what I'm saying. Y'all just need to fool me. okay? <laughs> we're, this is, we're, we're recording this shit every day, bitch. Okay? Right. Every so, day. So I can show up and be here every <laughs> week.
1: Follow us on all of our social media pages, especially um, Fat People Pod on Instagram, because I'm going to start posting on that again, I think maybe. And um, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taylor Renee. Don't follow me on Instagram because I don't post there anymore. You're going
0: too fast, bitch. (laughs) Follow Taylor on Twitch Mm -hmm. at
1: twitch.tv.
0: Twitch.tv slash slash Taylor Renee. Taylor Renee. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Do you want to spell that for the people? It's it's the same as it's always been
1: guys taylor r-y n-a-i
0: and you can follow me at the black hermione on instagram the black the black it's d-a-b-l-a-c-k hermione is Mm h-e-r-m-i-o-n-e you can follow me on twitter also
1: at taylor renee spelled exactly the same way it's actually taylor renee on everything So if you ever want to find me on a social media it's taylor renee
0: Thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for being patient and I'm glad that you're tuning in to listen to us. We're back. We're here. We're going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, we just thought today would be a good time to just kind of do a check in to see how we're doing since it has been a considerable amount of time since, you know, me and Taylor have talked on this mic. So we already talked about how you're doing today. How are you doing in general in general like okay so we're almost how long into the pandemic almost a year yeah i think i've gotten over like my major
1: my major fears and anxiety with the pandemic other than being able to pay my bills yeah um i saw a tweet earlier today of kamala harris back in like may of 2020 she tweeted that she had just written up a bill for $2000 checks, monthly $2000 checks for everybody. This was back in May 2020. So obviously that has not come to fruition. Right. She is now however the VP, so I have a little bit of hope that maybe we'll get something, but still it's only a little bit of hope
0: because you bit have of hope. to
1: uh, deal with all of those Republican people.
0: Wait, hold on, I have to pee.
1: Hold on. Not a... <laughs> 10 minutes into the podcast and this man has to pee. I have to pee.
0: Everyone leave me alone. <laughs> I drank a lot of water. We were talking about Kamala Harris And recurring checks Yeah but cause now that she's
1: the VP I have some hope It's very little hope cause we have to deal with the Republicans But we did manage to flip the House right so The Senate Right Senate minority leader
0: Bitch McConnell <laughs> Bitch McConnell. <laughs> Yeah I, I, I don't want to make this a political podcast But you know I always want to make everything a political podcast Um
1: I just feel like I could use a little bit more money, <laughs> but um, I have been fortunate in that my job really didn't shut down for too long, so I'm still making around the same amount of money that I was making pre-pandemic, plus I'm doing like things on the side now, so I'm not like stressed about bills. I am, however, stressed about the people who aren't me not being able to pay their
0: bills. Right yeah, that's I, that's kind of the same way like that I'm on. I you know I can can go into a rant about my job and, and at the drop of a, a, a hat, a dime, <laughs> all those things. I think it's a <laughs> dime hat, whatever. it's either. <laughs> I can really go into a rant like nobody's business about my job, but I'm trying to maintain the sense of gratitude when it comes to understanding and looking at other people's uh, situations regarding this pandemic because you could really be out here in an instant and just be have no kind of Avenue for an income, have no prospects for any kind of money coming in and not know what you're going to do with your, with your financial situation, not know where you're going to live, not know where your next meal is going to come from. Like this is real. And it's like our country does not care about us. Like it's, it's like the fact that, considering the circumstances this is the perfect situation for people to say like this is a pandemic so all bets are off kind mm-hmm. of thing you know what i'm saying so like all of the rules that we usually kind of you know use to govern are should be thrown out the window so that way we can make sure that people a are healthy and b are financially healthy and it's like to me i mean again i don't want to make it too political but it's like to this was a perfect opportunity for i think donald trump to re to ensure his re-election if he acted like a fucking human being mm-hmm. if the republican party acted like a human human beings they would be able to say like considering that you guys are going through a pandemic like i understand they don't but i understand <laughs> this is horrible let me throw the Republican pay playbook out the window. We don't care about, you know, the size of the government right now because it's a pandemic. Let me just send you guys the checks so mm-hmm. that you guys, and that would have ensured their victory. Because yep. it's like, not only his popularity as a political figure, but also you, you would have people from the Democratic side or, you know, traditionally Democratic people saying like, well, Donald Trump did send us checks. Every the, month,
1: he sent. He made sure that we were taken care of. Right.
0: The Republican Party, <clears throat> they did, you know, they were the bigger people. And although this goes against their convictions, they would look that over because they understand the severity of the situation. And it's like the perfect storm. You can say, like, because it's a pandemic, that's why we kind of, you know... um, decided to send out those checks or decided to kind of throw away our traditional way of governing but like them them niggas couldn't even do that like could not even do that with all those that that potential for that political to ensure their political power and now we're in a situation where it's like maybe we'll get some sort of relief <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get some sort of relief and i am hopeful now knowing you know that the the senate has been flipped that essentially all of the 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 branches of government are led by democrats we can be in a situation well not the you know supreme court but we we can be in a situation where we're talking about even the prospect of recurring checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was only just a pipe dream before, but now it's like, maybe this is something that can legitimately happen because people need relief. Like, that's, this is a thing that people need. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think about people like my mom, if if something... Ha- like, she she did not have an income. You know what I'm saying? Like, she needed the government to step in to provide an income for her because she was in a, a situation where she could work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: but the way that I... this is not a but this Mm -hmm. is a asterisk the way that i see it though is like the government doesn't care when anybody else can't work so now it's like a okay the pandemic's here and it's causing you guys not to work why should we care because we didn't care when joe homeless person didn't have a job right we didn't care when joe homeless person didn't have a place to live so why did you expect us to care when you now don't have a place to live and this ties into have you been paying attention to anything that's going on in the stock market recently. I
0: have i don't know. I've heard all of the stories <laughs> and I feel like I've heard people talk about what's going on, but I have no idea what the hell any of this means.
1: Basically, the rich people are trying to get richer. Mm-hmm. Some poor people realized what was happening and tried to play the rich people's game Mm -hmm. they played it successfully and made a bunch of money off of it and then somehow against all laws and rules the rich people just shut the game down and were like okay you can't play anymore you're making too much money oh
0: no see yeah and that's how every every single person who i've seen talk about talk about that issue that's how they've kind of explained it. it was like a situation where people saw what was going on especially a lot of people have been made more rich during this pandemic Mm -hmm. than they have previously, especially when you think about companies like Amazon, like who, you know, all this stuff is happening online, changing completely how we deal with like retail in general. And they were like, let me just buy, they just bought stock in specific companies. And then because I guess of the sheer load of people buying stock that like made it worth more. And then those people had to actually like, provide that money to people i don't know how stocks work bitch <laughs> i don't know how stocks work i have no stocks i need someone to explain it to me because i have no idea how it works
1: i mean i don't have a ton of knowledge on it either but i did buy i did buy some stock in amc once i saw what everything was going on but basically what happens is when you are um when you're a stockbroker or like a big wall street guy mm-hmm. you can short certain stocks which i think means you pull all your money out of it so that the stock plummets, mm-hmm. knowing that it's not going to fold, basically. But when it plummets, you can buy it again for really cheap. And then when it goes back up, you make a bunch of money off of it. Okay. Um, so people who aren't big Wall Street guys or stockbrokers realized which stocks were going to be shorted. Mm-hmm. And once they were shorted, started buying them up at the, the cheap price. So that the stockbrokers and the Wall Street guys couldn't get them.
0: Okay. So like, and that's all based off of the concept that like, places like the theaters, and this is really fucked up when you think about it though, but places like the theaters and GameStop, because I know that was the one that they talked about, mm-hmm. like th- the prospects of them becoming like fruitful, productive businesses is kind of lost because uh, people not going to brick and mortar. Yeah. Yeah. Especially stores.
1: in a pandemic, people are not going to the movie theater, but I'm
0: pretty sure movie theaters are going to bounce back. Right, but I, I think GameStop. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand why GameStop hasn't transitioned into like a more digital. It definitely.
1: I mean, GameStop.com is a thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm not sure why they still have so many
0: brick and mortar stores though, because it's but just I, unnecessary. But I also think I'm not a gamer, but I also feel like when I think about the concept of a GameStop, it was integral to. Well, I'm not a gamer now, but I used to be. I mean, I don't play games. I watch people <laughs> play games. Um, when I think about the concept of GameStop, GameStop was, like, everything to me when I was growing up. Like, you can go there, buy and use mm-hmm. games. You can like, trade stuff in. Trade stuff in. You, could get like, um, you can get, like, used equipment for the game. Like, you can get, mm-hmm. like, used controllers. You can get used, like, pieces for the game, um, the game systems. And it's, like... I don't see why that had, why that kind of company doesn't need to exist. I feel like, if anything, we just need to transition to like an eBay type situation where you can still use, like, used, sell used material, but, um, you know, do it online. Cause I feel like, When you think about people in, you know, lower income communities, that would make gaming and things like that more accessible. Because digital shit is expensive. so expensive. Digital shit is really expensive. It doesn't make any
1: fucking sense either. Because it's like, okay, when I used to have to go and buy a disc that came in a case with a wrap, it's like, okay, I'm paying $60 for this, but I'm getting the game. I'm getting the artwork. I'm getting all of the information about the game. Yeah. When you're buying a digital copy, you're getting the game. That's it. And it still costs $60. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what, what are we doing? It doesn't cost as much to produce a digital game, I'm assuming, as it does a disc because you have to produce the digital game and then also print it onto a disc and then also print the artwork and then also have the plastic for the case. Mm -hmm. I would assume that just the game would cost less to produce. So why does it cost the same for me to buy it?
0: But then it's also, okay, the concept of cost, but at what cost? Because it's like people producing i don't know what the process is to produce these discs but i'm assuming that there's some human being at some part of this process who has an income attached to the production of these discs we're we're making the decision collective well it's not really a decision that anyone's making it's just a, a transition are the transition is happening that's going to well that's the issue with automation anyway but that's going to transition that person's job into you know nothing nothingness mm-hmm. because we've all transitioned into this kind of digital platform when it like we can make the decision as a collective to say GameStop we value what you offer the community i'm not and i'm not even saying like GameStop is like this you know <laughs> small business you know community uh, store like mom and pop shop that's not what i'm saying but i feel like if we want to make the decision to prioritize human beings lives and incomes and livelihoods we should be able to do that the same way that you know we can prioritize these other mechanisms for purchasing the same kind of uh fucking items bitch. Like, i think
1: the people who so this uh going back to the stock thing this all started on reddit somebody on reddit got wind of what was happening and was like hey y'all do this so and i think that part of their like ideal in this is that they do value gamestop and they do value brick and mortar um movie theaters like AMC, mm-hmm. a little bit anyway, in the sense that most people are like, okay, we've bought up this stock, don't sell it now. So like the $15 of AMC stock, which is not a lot, that I bought mm-hmm. um, a couple of days ago is now $25 which mm-hmm. is great it has almost doubled i've not had to do anything
0: so like when you okay i really need we need to have someone who's like a financial person come on the show because um, probably know I somebody don't... who is
1: you know kevin let's invite kevin kevin, kevin to come.
0: bitch <laughs> we're calling out to you bitch come on the show so like when you buy a stock this is you saying okay i have a ownership part part ownership of the company hmm It's a very minuscule ownership. (laughs) But you have part ownership of the company. Yes. So you say you buy, like in your case, for $15 in the AMC. Then the price of the stock goes up. You then made an additional $10 on Mm. your investment. So if I sold
1: my portion of the company right now, I would have made $10 without having to do anything. Okay. But that's only because the stock is rising. There are stocks that fall. Yes. And then you lose money. But in this case, it was because they were so cheap, because it had been shorted, it's going to go back up, especially if people start
0: buying it up, which is what's happening. So in order to short something, people already had had stock in it in the first place, right? Yeah, but
1: these are like big people who own like, you know, 10, 20% of the company decided to sell 10% of it. So now they only own 10%. And instead of... 100%, or Instead of 90% of the company belonging to the public, mm-hmm. now only 30% of the company belongs to the public. So now the stock is worth nothing
0: so because there's not a lot of people who are invested in the stock that's why the stock fell. yeah and then they were like okay so let's go back and rebuy this to make the price go up but it's like
1: we're gonna leave it down for now and we're gonna put our money somewhere else talking as like a a wall street guy Mm -hmm. we're gonna put our money somewhere else and then later on after the stock continues to fall Mm -hmm. we'll buy it up again so we sold it for i'm gonna do small numbers so it makes sense Mm -hmm. say we sold it for ten dollars Cause it was, we sold our, we sold our stock in AMC for $10 because we're trying to short it. And then a month from now, we're going to come and rebuy it after the stock has fallen to like $2 a stock. Mm -hmm. So now I can buy 20 times as much because I bought it or I sold it for $10. I'm going to spend all $10. That's not 20 times, five times as much. (laughs) I'm going to spend all $10 on these stock. Now I have five times as much stock as I did before and it's going to rise. So now when it's worth $10 a stock again, I now made, I now have $50. So
0: I spent $10 to get, to get 50. 50. That's wild. That is fucking wild. <laughs> this is wild. This is happening in our American institutions, bitch. This is a... I don't know anything about this. I really need to start learning about, like, like, that level of finance. Like, I feel like I know about, like, personal finance, how to build credit, how to establish a good credit history. But when it comes to, like, that level, I really think I need someone to, to start teaching because even as someone who wants all this shit to burn you still are a part of it right and you still have to thrive in it right you're still an active participant in the system so it's like i feel like it may it may not even be in my generation that this shit burns to a chris but i still need to provide for our family so it's like and i was listening to a podcast where they were talking about and i this is this was a thought that i had or used to kind of operate from like people who you're not going to be able to save yourself into wealth no like you're At not going to be able to save the money that you literally make from your job where you're, you know, laboring all these hours and use that to and like literally save those dollars to get to a point where you're going to be wealthy. That doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It does not. You have to learn how to do shit like this mm-hmm. in order to be in a situation where you're going to have enough income, wealth, assets, whatever, in order to sustain yourself so that you don't have to literally labor you have to learn
1: how to play the game and the thing but the thing is what i'm what i've learned in the last couple of days with this whole stock market thing is when too many of the little guys learn how to play the game and start playing it well the big guys just shut the game down because what happened was robin hood and then ameritrade td ameritrade i think basically stopped anybody who only had a little bit of money from buying the stock once they saw what everybody was doing and how mm -hmm. the stock was going up and how people were like Getting rich, quote unquote, because it wasn't rich. Like, people were making like $300, $400 off of it. Mm. That's a lot for somebody who doesn't have money. Yes, yes, But as a hedge fund manager, it's like, what's $300? Mm-hmm. But um, once they saw that we were starting to make a little bit of money off of it, they were just like, oh, you can't buy it anymore. You can sell it. You can sell it for what it's worth today, but you can't buy anymore. You can't make it go up anymore.
0: So when they stop allowing people to buy it, that makes it so that they can't do what they did and increase the rate or increase well,
1: the... It, it makes it, they only did it for the little people. So mm. if I wanted to buy another $15, I couldn't, mm. but if I wanted to buy $600 worth of it, I could, but I don't have $600 to spend on the stock right, right now, but, um, so like a hedge fund manager has $600. They can spend $600 buy a couple of shares, you know, spend $3,200 buy a couple of shares. And then when the stock goes back up, then they can sell that $3,200 worth of shares for a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I can't buy anymore with my $15 so i can't make another 25 dollars. so you
0: can't contribute in the you can't participate in the system which is illegal
1: that's the part that blows me it's like a one that's illegal and it's against the rules of the stock exchange so overnight y'all have changed the rules of the stock exchange but you're saying we can't change the rules overnight and give y'all two thousand dollar checks every week every month
0: yeah and the thing that i've seen that has really made this even though i don't really understand the minutiae of it all all the way i do appreciate seeing people who are wealthy like squirm Mm -hmm. at the prospect of what this could mean for the financial system that makes me so happy i was actually listening to a podcast today um this i love them the political podcast called the majority report they do like um political analysis and like opinion pieces and they there was this millionaire on cnbc i forget i think he was a billionaire actually and he was freaking the fuck out he was like he he was like this is completely ridiculous this is bullshit people are getting free money from the government and then they're using it to kind of do shit like this you know which is
1: what you did maybe not free money from the government but you got free money from yo daddy and then you did shit like
0: this and then it's like i know so many people who literally posted on twitter facebook instagram was like what are you going to do with your, you know, $1,600 check? What are you going to do with your $1,200 check? Wouldn't be, wouldn't it make sense for you to not only spend that money, but also invest it? So it's like, this is a, a thing that we'll say to people in order to shame them for how they use their money. Because it's like, don't, you know, don't spend that on things that you need, like, you know, housing, toilet <laughs> housing, <laughs> toilet paper, goods, or you know, fucking burned you at the stake if you decide that you're going to use a $1,200 check from the government to like, you know, buy shoes or buy a bag. But if you shame people for doing that and then say to them, you should be investing that money, they do that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, <laughs> and then shame them still. So really, it's like, fuck all y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. And you don't need no Don't money. touch my money, basically. Right?
1: <laughs> this money is mine. You're supposed to be over there being poor.
0: Right. We could really go into a tangent about some politics (laughs) some sort of current event like nobody's fucking business but i was just i i want to read more about about this whole situation because it's like wild to me to think that like why don't people just do that all of the time all the time like why don't people just collectively say okay let's all anyone who has investments in this particular company let's take them out collectively and then, you know, go watch, you know, some other shit, you know, rise or fall or whatever, then come back and buy it and then hold people accountable. I, I mean, I don't know how that does. Because
1: I think the issue <laughs> with that is that not enough of us who are little and actually care about other people right. have enough stock to make a difference. Whereas like hedge fund managers who don't care about other people have the majority have of, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, what I like the most about this, and this can be the last thing we say on this, because this was not supposed to be political at all, right. um, is the pettiness of it all. Like you said, you like watching the millionaires squirm. Um, I was reading on Reddit that people were like, if you have stock in AMC, don't sell it. Mm-hmm. Like It's like a, if you bought $300 last week, you can maybe make $1,000 now, but don't sell it. And it's like... I've been poor my whole life, so I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about this little twenty-five dollars that I made. What I care about
0: is what it does to y'all. Yes, Mm -hmm. that you
1: hedge fund hedge fund managers are mad that you can no longer buy up this stock because I have it. Right. I have no intention of giving it to you, and
0: you don't deserve it. So (laughs) you don't deserve it. So you're just gonna sit there mad while I have this stock. I have no stock, but because you have it, I have it. (laughs) So this is our stock that we own. We have twenty-five (laughs) dollars of AMC, bitch and guess what you don't so you're gonna be mad in the corner mm-hmm that is wild what is our world coming to an end hopefully girl and i have feelings about that but i don't want to get too depressed but yeah so the original question was how are we doing during this whole, <laughs> this whole ordeal can, we're okay. fine we're fine and the world you know it's it's slowly burning and mm-hmm. coming to a crisp but there's prospects for you know a little anew. water
1: maybe we will grow anew from the ashes we shall rise Come like on, a phoenix. phoenix
0: yes hopefully hopefully and
1: hopefully it's only you know those of us who are socialists who rise from the ashes <laughs> If you're ever interested in watching me play, you know, The Sims, Animal Crossing, sometimes I do some pew pew games, you can follow me or check me out on twitch.tv slash Renee. I'd be having a good time, okay? I'd be having a great time. We would be playing The Sims. We've come up with a really cool LP. LP is short for Let's Play. Anyway, um, right now where we're trying to have 100 babies while also being a black widow, so marrying rich men and then stealing their money. <laughs> and then killing them and um also being haunted by a bunch of ghosts in the house in the haunted house that we live in with our 100 babies and all of our husbands it's a fun time i think you should stop by twitch.tv slash yeah there was something we were talking about before we started recording we were like save this for the podcast what was it because let's talk about that we were talking about Emotional ghosting or something like that, like
0: ghosting in like my love life, essentially. I because okay, so I'm making an active effort to take a break from men right now.
1: I feel like you say that on every podcast that we have ever
0: recorded, yeah, right? And but then
1: I'm around you, <laughs> and there's no break in
0: sight. But it's like. This is something I'm actively doing in this current moment. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like when you're on a diet, you, you, you know. You're actively on a diet until you choose to eat those chips. Well, and it's like even (laughs) choice is such an interesting (laughs) word because it's like you falter, you know, because the chips are delicious and they're easily accessible. So it's like, that's kind of the same way. It's like you have i know for me when it comes to me accomplishing my goals and me being productive in the ways that i want to be and me being in my comfort zone of equilibrium like where i feel like i'm actually like happy and doing the things i want to do i'm not talking to men when i'm doing those things you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i find that i spend so much time and energy fucking just communicating with niggas that i don't It's not that I'm not going to say that I don't feel like anything is going to come of it, but it's more so like, I'm just a jaded person because I really, (laughs) I'm like, what is really going to come of this? Because I'm just skeptical of the whole process. And I know that I'm this way, but I still do this. So I'm like, maybe the best thing for me is just to not talk to anyone. Okay. Take a break, get away from people. But the interesting thing is that like, you have to if you want to be a not shitty person you have to communicate with people that you were talking to previously to mm-hmm. transitions to this process of not talking to anyone mm-hmm. and i was talking about how like i have friends air quotes um where i've had mixed reactions of like one friend who i was like i'm 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 taking a break, and like you, he was like, "You said this multiple times. (laughs) Like, what do you mean you're taking a break?" And I was like, "I just need, I just need some time to be away from people, to be away from men. I just need the time to get, you know, focus on myself, focus on my goals." And he was like, "You know, this is kind of the third time that we've been talking where you said something like this, so I feel like we." we just shouldn't talk essentially was the conclusion Mm -hmm. and i was like i mean i can't be mad and i was like i'm sorry because that's legitimately not the interaction that i wanted i the reaction i wanted but if that's how you feel that's how you feel um and i'm sorry because it's just hard (laughs) to be me no it's just hard um to be me It's just hard to have hold yourself accountable to like not putting your putting blame on other people for how they respond or how they react to something. I do that a lot. Because it's like he's well within his rights to be like, you know what? I don't like the fact that this is a constant conversation that we've had over the course of us talking. So I'm just going to choose to disengage completely because of it. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that um but it's i feel like there's also also nothing wrong with me still making the decision to take a break you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah that's my boundary that's his boundary they didn't there wasn't any kind of overlap it was more so just like okay we don't need to talk with each other yeah that's one interaction i've had when i've told people i'm taking a break from talking to men and then the other one has just been like people just not honoring the boundary
1: see but that's that's the that's the one Mm -hmm. that's the issue because it's like the first one is like sad because it's like a it's kind of like a you won't wait for me type situation but at the same time it's like i don't have any right to ask you to wait so it is what it is but the second one is like a i'm telling you i don't like this Mm -hmm. and you keep doing
0: it yeah and that's why i'm just in this space of like just ignoring like (laughs) at this point it's like this to me is not ghosting because i told you yeah
1: I feel like you have communicated effectively what your intentions are. Right. And those intentions are
0: not being honored. hmm So, at, at this point, if I don't say anything to you, I don't feel like I'm in the wrong. No. I'm just telling... Because I told you I need to take a break because... I don't know. I just needed to take a break. So... And i feel like i'm well within my rights to say at any point <laughs> during an interaction with someone i don't i don't want to continue this or i need some time i need to focus on me that kind of thing mm-hmm. and if you continue to talk to me after that that's a you thing not a me thing yeah so for sure yeah and it was just interesting kind of sifting through my feelings about that because i don't want to be a fuck boy you get what i'm saying <laughs> like i don't want to be someone who I don't think that's fuckboy behavior though. Fuck boy behavior would be just cutting everybody off without saying anything. Right. Which I have done and which is not outside the realm of possibility. If I, <laughs> cause it really depends on the kind of interactions you're having with people. Keep in mind context. These are not people who I've had like deep, yeah. you know, connections with where we, we have a relationship where we like, you know, we're on the verge of getting married, engaged, bitch. That's not that. This is not this <laughs> at all. These are niggas I've met on the apps who I text it mostly some some of them i talk on the phone some of them we face time and there's multiple of them at the same time it's a thought y'all bitch <laughs> bitch i'm kidding you're not but it's okay <laughs> yeah. it's like, i mean i don't i don't feel any ways about that but i'm just saying like <laughs> there's multiple people and you you know like people don't understand that like when you're talking to other people and I don't even think it's, I'm not an introvert in the slightest. I don't think so. Maybe I'm kind of a mix, but I feel like, you're literally spending time and energy into establishing these relationships with people or or just connections or talking to people. That's literal time and energy. And I'm like, I'm trying, I want to get away from spending so much time on like a romance, at least at this point in my life, and focus more on like career shit, more on growing as a person, learning, I mean, I already like the person I am, but still loving my own company, like, Mm -hmm. and being alone and being happy. And I don't feel like, You know, maybe I'll falter here and there, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but...
1: What did JT say? Dick is a distraction. Right. (laughs)
0: But I wholeheartedly sometimes feel like the time in my life when I was the most productive as far as, like, like, I made goals for myself. I met the goals, exceeded my expectations, committed myself to a routine, committed myself to, you know, doing the work to achieve said goal. That's when I was celibate that's mm-hmm. and when i was from about a year and a half i did not have sex with anyone and i was able to achieve so fucking much that it was like it it is like bitch i'm scared because it's really like when you be thinking about dick
1: you be thinking about dick. Like, you don't be thinking about other things. It's right. Like you sit here daydreaming about dick. You planning dates to get dick when you could be doing almost anything else. What do they say? They say about black women when they get out of relationships. They get three new jobs. They got a new business. They 87 got a degrees. Right. right.
0: That's how I feel. I, I am black women. Black <laughs> women. Okay. That's how I feel as well. Like, when I wasn't, I remember explicitly like I was when I was in graduate school like my first semester I didn't do so hot because I mean I, I don't think it's because I was spending time focusing on other niggas but it was like you know you're in this new point of your life you have all this shit going on and you know you, maybe you're having interactions with other people and that can take away your time from studying and doing the work that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Once I committed myself to like not having sex, it wasn't even like an active thing. It was like, okay, I just wasn't getting any. And then that turned into a year. And I realized, wait, bitch, you did so much in that year. Like I was able to get my grades up. I was able to get myself on a routine and get myself in a comfortable position where it's like, you're waking up. I immediately started reading, immediately started doing the work that I needed to do for that day, was writing kind of consistently. So it's like, hmm, you got a nice routine. Because I wasn't spending time on these <laughs> niggas, and it's like, especially if you if you really want to get into it, if you're a bottom bitch, because you uh, girl, girls, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time
1: that y'all have to spend to be ready for things, it's just too much, y'all. It's too much. It's
0: too much time. It's too much. It's too much time. Like when I tell you, like literally, like you, it's it's. When you are someone... People don't understand. Like, I really can go on a rant. Because I didn't understand. <laughs> I still might
1: not understand. But I the little bit that I do understand is too fucking much. It's too, it's too fucking much.
0: It's too much. And, like, when you are making the commitment to... I mean, you're not... This isn't... I mean, it, it shouldn't be an identity. You're not just a bottom. But when you're going to be someone who <laughs> participates in bottoming there's a lot of decisions that you have to make in order that affect your daily fucking life Mm -hmm. like you have to pay attention to what you eat yes you have to you have to unless you're a scat girl which i'm not (laughs) oh my god and i'm not i mean i'm not judging nobody that's there you know that's just not my thing that's not mine as either (laughs) you know if you unless you're a scat girl i'm not one of those girls so uh, i have to pay attention so that me i one of the things i do taylor knows this i take a fiber supplement every single day every day
1: and it's this disgusting thick ass (laughs) orange drink believe me (laughs) i take that every
0: single day to just help bolster you know my fiber intake so that that way you know i'm always on a regular schedule i always pay attention to my body i have a process where like if I know I'm going to be participating in activities that require penetration in my... Come on, penetration. <laughs> okay, penetration. <laughs> um, I know that, okay, the day before I said penetration is going to be happening. You have to stop eating by a certain time so things can move out of your system. This is just so crazy. To make sure you have a constant intake of water. Like, I, there is a process that people don't understand. At least as far as my body's concerned, everybody's different. So instead of, you know, investing that time and energy into doing the work of doing that, I'm like, let me invest that time and energy to doing other work of like, you've been talking about that you wanted to do this podcast, do that. You've been talking about getting on a regular schedule when it comes to the gym, like going to the gym, you've been going four days a week, you want to do at least five to six. Let's focus on doing that. Like, there are things that I know I want to do that I can put time and energy into To actually achieve if i don't spend my time doing that shit for dick and niggas (laughs) so dick is a distraction it's truly it's a wonderful (laughs) distraction and i enjoy it and i'm not saying that i'm not saying this to shame anyone i'm not saying that if you invest your time and energy into doing that that you're a horrible person i just know for me what i need to get done as far as my life is concerned i feel like you know I'm dramatic. Like, I have Correct. two modes. It's like...
1: I, I don't care about anything or I am I overly care about everything. Right. Those are your two modes.
0: <laughs> I need to work on that, bitch. Because I feel like I there has to be a point in my life where I get to, like, a healthy medium where it's like, okay, you can have an active sex life, an active dating life, romance, that kind of thing, and still be, you know, able to do the things that you want to.
1: I don't know. Because I've been thinking about, like, not having enough time to do all the things that I want to do a Mm -hmm. lot recently like i've been thinking about how i said this on twitter i was talking about this on twitter how and i took it towards being a woman but it could be literally anything i was like it's hard being a working woman who's also in a relationship who also has hobbies and goals and aspirations because there's just not enough time in the day for me to devote the amount of time i want to to each thing right so it's like there was a point in time where I was taking streaming really seriously. I had a regular stream schedule. Like I was growing. Everything was great. Kind of like the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was growing. Everything was great. And then it was like, but I'm neglecting my personal relationships. So mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, let me put a little more effort into my personal relationships. And I stopped with my regular stream schedule and I plateaued. I did, I was not growing anymore. So it's like, same with when I want to be great at work. If I'm great at work, nothing else gets any attention ever. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to...
0: Balance Balance
1: all of these things and have everything be great at the same time. It's like a pie chart, right? So if my attention is on these two things, then the other four things on the chart are getting no attention and they suck.
0: Yeah,
1: there's no point where everything on the chart is getting enough attention.
0: Right, and that's it's it's in I've my approach to tackling that issue has been something has to give. You get what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. and it's horrible. But I feel like, specifically as black people, specifically black women, specifically black femme people, black queer people, you can't do everything that you want. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? (laughs) Like you can't. You. It's just too much. Specifically in our world, in our society, it's too much. So you have to, you know, give and take. And right now, the take is I'm going to decide to try to live a life of celibacy and not deal with niggas right now this could change next week leave me alone i'm a woman okay i'm a human i can do change my mind leave me the fuck alone and decide to not want to to invest time and energy into like romantic prospects but then like say okay you're committing more time to developing your relationship with your mom or being Mm -hmm. a better friend Mm -hmm. or being you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's just you know give and take and being giving yourself a little bit of you know leeway yeah give yourself a little bit of leeway Be grace. nice to yourself be nice to yourself because it's like you're one person in this there are so many roles and hats that you have to put on just to exist throughout the day yeah so you have to kind of give yourself a little bit of credit and the benefit of the doubt so that, that way you don't drive yourself crazy because you can't be everything to everyone at the same time mm-hmm. you
1: can't so i understand there was a point in time where I was really thriving on youtube and on twitch but i was not every time y'all were like hey you want to go out this weekend i was like no i'm good right. I, there was like like a four month span it might have even been longer than that where i was like no nah, i'm not going out this weekend um and i was like feeling really bad about it i was like i'm neglecting my friends i never spend any time with them but i just don't have time like yeah on the times when we would be out like at the clubs and stuff i would be up editing or i would be up doing new elements for my stream so it's like I don't have time to do all of these things. And I feel bad that I'm neglecting my friends. But it's like, at this point, do I choose my friends or do I choose my, what I would like to
0: be my career, you know? Right. And I mean, it, it, at that moment in that specific period of time, like a, a, a lot of this stuff is contextual. In that moment, in that specific time, the priority was your career. We ain't doing shit, bitch. We going to be there the following weekend. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, it's your, we, you need to have the kind of relationships with people where, and this is why I appreciate even though I have had that interaction with Homeboy, where he was like, "We don't need to talk because this is something that you said multiple times," so he thinks I'm bullshitting. Fair, he's he can mm-hmm. he can think that. I have other people who are like cool, understanding. You know, we might have an interaction in the future. So you have to have people in your life where they understand. You know, that part of your life is taking a priority over interacting with them, yeah. and it's okay. Like I I have the kind of relationships where. Um, like, we may not talk. I'm not the the girl that talks to my friends every single day. Me neither. I'm not. I could go weeks without talking to anybody. Right. And that's okay. Like, <laughs> and that's okay.
1: It's going to have to be because I'm not talking to y'all
0: right now. <laughs> and that's okay. And we, we have the kind of relationship where we can start where we left off mm-hmm. once we get back together.
1: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: And I, w- I want people to be more like that. And I'm not saying you're you're bad if you're the other way where you need, you know, that constant kind of um, interaction with people. I just know that that's hard for me because it doesn't work for my literal natural orientation to the world. <laughs> like when I wake up, I don't immediately think like, let me text such and such such and such person that does. that's not how it works my immediate response is bitch what do i need from today what do i need <laughs> to do get i, I want to <laughs> get to that
1: point because when i wake up in the morning it's fuck all of this shit but also let me look at my phone
0: <laughs> like what do i need to get through this day and that's like that kind of sounds depressing because you don't want to just be getting through the day. You want to be living your life and enjoying. We live
1: but, in a capitalist structure, and thus we must only get through the day. <laughs> through the day for now, because we got something for that asses. For that ass. For that ass. It's socialism. We have socialism for that ass. And this,
0: it, it's it, bitch it's coming.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I. <laughs> I believe. Although, did you? Ooh. Okay. We said we weren't going to go political, but I do have a question. Go ahead. Did you see the first draft of um, Biden's healthcare plan? <laughs>
0: No, I didn't.
1: Because remember how when he was running against Bernie and Bernie was like, free healthcare for everyone. And Biden mm. was like,
0: mm, but we'll give you a public option. And everybody was like, oh, public option is great. Because you could have the option of doing that and keeping, mm-hmm. if you really like your plan, you can yeah. keep your plan too. Your commercial his first plan. draft
1: of his healthcare plan does not include a public option. We are... What it looks like it is, is we're all going back to Obamacare, where it is going to be subsidized insurance, which I guess is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But then we're still going back to the situation where you're going to be fined on your taxes if you don't have insurance. And it's like,
0: why do you adverse. think I can
1: afford two hundred and fifty dollars an extra $250 a month? And if I can't afford an extra $250 a month, why do you think I can afford $600 during tax season? Hello? It's just mind blowing because I, I'm look, I'm thinking about this one specific person on Twitter mm-hmm. and you know her. I mean, not on Twitter, on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you know her and how she was like going to bet for Biden because mm-hmm. the public option is really the only thing that makes sense. And it's going to be fine that we don't get free health care because we'll have a public option. So just vote for Biden. It's important that you vote blue no matter who. Ooh, that shit pisses me off. But anyway, now we're here and it's like, where's your public option, bitch? Where's it at? Because it seems like we're back in the same situation we were in before.
0: And it's also kind of like, to, to, as, as far as I know with the public option, it's like you, there is still going to be an increase in taxes. It's just that you're not getting the, the benefit, as much of the benefit if, that you would get if it were like a Medicare for all situation. Because mm-hmm. it's like, there's going to be more people putting into the pot of get, subsidizing this, policy for the vast majority of people mm-hmm. so people your taxes are by virtue going to increase because it's going to require that more people participate in order to then therefore be beneficiaries of this public option policy so it's like okay we're a tax increase is still going to happen but we're not going to get what we really should be having which is uh, a medicare for all system where you know fucking uh health is free at the point of service mm-hmm. meaning that We've already put in in terms of the tax burden, the taxes. We've already put in the money, and this is a, a a benefit of paying this higher tax. So that way, when we go to the doctors, we don't have to pay anything at the time of service. So the public option, it's going to be an increase in taxes, and I'm assuming you're still going to have out of pocket costs. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's going to be quote unquote subsidized. But like again, to make something subsidized, there has to be people paying into the the pot. But it's like. The public option is shitty to me, Yes, but it is,
1: if we can't have the Medicare for all situation, I would take the public option as my next, you know, that would be my next tier. Mm -hmm. But now it's just, it's totally disappeared. So it's like, we don't even get that. And that's what you ran on, sir. So like already
0: already and if that's true that's becoming a theme in democrats y'all really y'all really 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 need to be very strategic in how you operate under this biden pre- presidency specifically with these first two years because already we're talking about biden literally said if you vote in georgia you're going to get two thousand dollar checks The the republicans are <laughs> if you vote for <laughs> If you vote for, um, who is it? Uh, Who is it? Warnock and Osif o- Ossoff. Ossoff. Ossif. Ossoff, 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 Ossoff. Bitch. You're going to get $2,000 checks if you vote Where for Where are that. they at, friend? Where are they at? Now it's like you're going to get
1: $1,400 checks. Because we already got the $600. That's what he said, right? 600 and 1400 equals-
0: Which, okay. But I feel like you should have said that. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas were thinking, oh, we're getting an additional $2,000 that's how you that's and it's like what you don't understand is there's political ramifications for doing that you Mm -hmm. have people out here who voted for who participated in a political process when they've never done that before mm-hmm. because they they thought that okay this is going to yield some sort of direct material benefit to me we're going to get you, the help
1: that we need right if we do this one thing and
0: they're already skeptical of government they already think politicians all politicians are bullshit they think that there's no this is my brother they think that there's there's no kind of material benefit for participating in the political process because as far as they know even though this is not true as far as they know that it doesn't def- affect their direct their lies directly this again this is not true but this is what they believe mm-hmm. so when you say to them we're not going to honor what we said and you're kind of weaseling out of that that commitment you're they're becoming disinterested in the process because you're basically
1: spitting in my face like why why were you so pressed for me to do this thing for you for you to turn around and be like oh but i'm not going to do the thing for you that i said
0: i would do if you did the thing for me like correct absolutely and that's what i'm saying the democrats y'all need to be very 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 careful on how you want to operate because what you fail to realize is that like you're beholden to you your your base at this point and your base is people who are t- uh, to be honest to the left of you the vast majority of people i think because w- it was like biden was out here talking about um at the minimum he was going to forgive a ten thousand uh student loan debt where is that and I, as far as i know and far, as far as i've been reading he could do that with the stroke of a pen correct all he has to do is sign his name on a piece of paper and that ten thousand dollars would be completely forgiven you could do that and that would to me that would it wouldn't do a lot for a lot of people it would do something for some people but I feel like that could do something that could be something that could ensure like you holding your word (laughs) like yeah is you
1: giving more than lip service that that is you actually doing a thing that you said you were going to do
0: (laughs) bitch when someone showed you who they are believe them (laughs) so if you say i'm going to this is something i'm going to do and then you do it it's like that's political power right that you can then say remember that time i said i was going to give forgive ten thousand dollars and i forgave ten thousand dollars even if me as someone who has left write all that shit off Like, to the left of him, Mm write all all of it off. All of it needs to go away because all of this is fucking, you know, imprisoning people to be in jobs that they don't need to fucking be in. But the fact that you did the little bit that you said you would
1: do makes me feel like, okay, next time you say that you're going to do something, I'm going to be on your side. I'm going to be behind you for it because you said it, because you proved me right this time or Mm -hmm. you you did it this time.
0: Right. So, Democrats, because I am a Democrat. I vote Democratic, but I'm too the left of the vast majority yes. of the mainstream democratic party I'm quite left of them however pay attention and, and, and i'm always going to participate in a political process just because i feel like it's my duty as a person who understands the capacity of government to impact people's lives i'm going to participate you will lose people mm-hmm. who are not me Who are not so committed to, you know, these ideals that you you feel like, you know, every citizen should be committed to. Who are going to not participate in the process if you don't do shit for them. And if you don't do what you say that you're going to do.
1: Because that's literally all you're there for. Right. We elected you to do things
0: for us. Right. And I hear you when you say Republicans are going to be obstructive. and that's literally what they're they're going to do
1: but we, they can only obstruct so much right especially now that we have flipped the senate
0: right they
1: can only obstruct so much so you you can't lean on that for too much longer you have to actually start doing things
0: doing things and i need you to start change i need you to start saying things like the reason that you don't have your check is because republicans don't give a fuck about you right like you are saying it would be different if it was like y'all were saying y'all were showing us how obstructive that they were being by saying like they literally don't Care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel I need you to see to see you doing also the political campaigning to put to put the blame on them. It's like I'm seeing a lot of like mainstream news press coverage where it's kind of like, what are the Republicans gonna do? How are we gonna distance themselves from Donald Trump? And it's like, bitch, this this is them, right? This is the Republicans. This is y'all. This is who
1: who you are as a party. Distance yourself from what? This is you're gonna distance yourself from your cousin, especially.
0: Your brother, <laughs> your father, your uncle, this is you. So what I'm saying is, is like, you can't distance yourself from this. I mean, cause when it's like, I I can't, I can't. Cause I will go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you can't distance yourself from it. So I don't, this whole message about unity and trying to, you know, reach across the aisle and bipartisanship, all of that feels hollow to me because I don't understand how you can work with someone who literally in, in, incited a riot. Mm-hmm. And people who saw that this was going on, even after the fact, still participated in the lie that contributed to the incitement of the riot. Mm-hmm. How do you work with those people? Mm.
1: AOC tweeted recently. I think she was talking about everything that's going on on Wall Street. And she was like um the government needs to look into this and then ted cruz quote tweeted it and was like i'm with you on this we need to look into this and then aoc was like cool 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 it's cool that this is like a bipartisan issue but you tried to have me killed a couple weeks ago i'm not trying to work with you i'll work with almost anybody else but not you nigga that's basically what she said she ain't say all that but that's basically what she. that's said. basically
0: what she said and, <laughs> and i saw that i was like i mean that's true like people need to start saying the quiet part out loud like right. bitch the republican party has completely lost their fucking mind correct and they i don't think that at this point they cannot be considered an an arbiter of anything objective they're not based in the fuck reality so because they're not based in reality we i don't understand what kind of contribution they can they can provide when we're talking about providing relief to americans because even the the you know the fundamental part of Republican ideology is not even believing in government. Like they believe in a very, very small government. So they don't really understand the concept of governance. Mm -hmm. It's particularly in a situation where this requires the government to actually do something for its, you know, people. So because they're kind of operating from that frame, we, we can't work with them. There's no working with them. So you have to beat them. You have to be have more power than them so that you can do the things that you say are going to benefit people and provide a material difference in their lives. And y'all need to do it.
1: The idea of that kind of freaks me out, though, because what were we talking about earlier? How when the little guy figures out how to play the game, the game gets shut down. Right. I'm feeling like in the situation that we're talking about now the democrats those of us we Mm -hmm. are the little guy so once we figure out how to play the game once we uh get the power back in our court the game is just going to get shut down like everything is going to turn on its head that those are my thoughts and that's
0: essentially what happened when them niggas stormed the capitol right they were like they were like oh i don't want to believe truth (laughs) like i don't want to believe (laughs) <laughs> that my eyes th- that are telling me the truth oh wait he's actually moving into the white house bitch oh wait like there's going to be a transfer of power he's not elected president everything has to crumble right because my shut it all down because what i wanted to happen didn't happen and it's like you can say that when donald trump was elected that there were people who were obstructing him who didn't fuck with him who mm-hmm. didn't like any of his policies because mm-hmm. he actually was a horrible person nobody stormed the white house though thank you thank you i
1: mean not the white house the Capitol. nobody did that
0: Nobody did that we all Dealt with him For the four
1: years we did not want him there Talked our shit on twitter and we were pissed Off but nobody like attempted um, A hit on his life Like nobody Stormed into a building and sent a bunch Of people into a frenzy nobody did all of that
0: Nobody. It was giving very much, so I'm um, schmeck. Do you, I don't know if you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was giving very. Much got
1: shut down because of that <laughs> shit.
0: Shut down. It <laughs> was giving very much, so that, and I was like, all of the black people were just like. You know, study my business. That's <laughs> Ste- how I was. <laughs> studying, you know, let me work on this paper that I have that's due tomorrow. Oh, I have a test tomorrow. Let me just make sure I'm, you know, brush up on my, you know, chemistry before this big test tomorrow. Meanwhile, white people are literally outside flipping over cars. Right.
1: Standing on top of cars, yelling in my megaphones, Burning. breaking windows. And we're just like, "Bitch, what? Let me mind my good ass business ass business."
0: Right. And I just want people to to try their hardest to not become like too comfortable in what's going on because at this point it's like you you even though we all deserve a break we all deserve to because i'm even i was getting emotional when he became president biden i got emotional and and i was not a supporter of him at all from in terms of the primaries once he became you know the general election it's like the only option it was like okay here we go right but i can because it's the end it, it was like a sigh of relief like mm-hmm. oh my god evil did not win again like <laughs> it's really what it felt like it was like evil did not win again and we have an opportunity to to start a new a refresh and i feel like people deserve that mm-hmm. so, we deserve to at least be able to breathe
1: at least for a minute at least for so a i feel like for the last four years i've been holding my breath waiting for the
0: next shoe to drop Because at any point, it could have been bullets. That's why I keep telling myself. Mm -hmm. At any point, it could have been him Mm -hmm. in his uh, authoritarian tendencies to say, you know what? I don't like the fact that they don't agree with me. Shoot them. Right. That was not a far... I'm going
1: to bomb the ghettos. (laughs) I'm going to, you know, send uh, gas tanks into all the black schools. Like, I when i tell you i have intrusive thoughts right those are my thoughts no
0: and that's what i'm saying like you you because at this point blm is really synonymous with black people Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so it's like and they've already done the work on on the right side to to not only associate blm with black people but also blm with antifa so Mm -hmm. really it's not a far of a concept to imagine someone who already has authoritarian tendencies to say they're black Mm mm-hmm they probably support BLM, which means they probably support Antifa, which means that they, they are, are not, terrorists, right? And they have to be dealt with. That to me, I can see that in, in the Fox News viewer, I can <laughs> see that logic that that stream that line. Mm-hmm. I can see that through line completely. So I don't think that we are crazy for being for feeling a sigh of relief at the prospect of not having to deal with this man for another four years, but. I don't want people to become too comfortable and not paying attention. Like they did with Barack Obama and me. I was one of those people too, but it's like, you know, different, you know, you're a different time in your life. But now I have to pay attention because Joe Biden, you have to, you have to help people. And, and especially in this time, right? it's like
1: Barack Obama was, it was, it was cool. He was the first black president. Like he was not, um, a, a devil. At least we didn't think he was when we elected him. Right. And it's like, but it's like, It's business as usual in the country other than like, I guess the war in Iraq, but it's business as usual in the country. So, but now it's not right. (laughs) Completely not. It's not business as usual. Businesses are shut down. Okay. And we need help. We can't pay our bills. We can't feed our children. So So you have a lot to do. There's a lot on your shoulders and we need you to really like do your press ups, bitch. Like I need you to start running in the morning.
0: (laughs) And I need people in government, specifically Congress, to not let the Republicans be evil people. Like they're going to do that regardless, but you can't let them being evil people affect how you decide to provide for the people that you promised that you were going to provide for. Mm -hmm. You can't. Because at this point, there's too much at stake in in terms of from your perspective as a a political party there's too much at stake for your future because again people i don't think people understand that like people really put themselves out there to vote for joe biden like people put themselves out there and a lot of a lot of his accolades as far as being like most one of the The president who, like, had the most people vote Mm -hmm. ever. Wasn't that, like, a statistic that was released? I feel like Mm -hmm. that was. people who have never voted before have no intention of...
1: Who had no intention of ever voting. Voted for him. Voted for him.
0: Right. My... (laughs) They voted for him. So, you have to... If you want to keep those people, you have to do something that benefits them. Mm -hmm. So... Because you're going
1: to need them to vote for you again in four years. Or we're going to need... Because... I mean, I, don't, I haven't been following the impeachment, the second impeachment of Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. But um, if he wasn't impeached, which I'm not sure. I think maybe he was. I don't know. But um, he could run again. You know, he could run again Yeah, in four he years. was
0: impeached a second time, but he wasn't convicted. They're doing the Senate trial now.
1: So if he doesn't get convicted, he could run again
0: in four years. Yeah. But that's not even the biggest issue. Also, the issue is just like, if you don't do anything to reprimand this man for what he did, then it's like you really have no... What is, what is an impeachment for? Yeah. Like, if you can't impeach someone because they incited a riot to take over the Capitol and kill people. Because that's, like, the more that came out about this shit, it was less like I'm um, smacked and more like fucking um, Handmaid's Tale. It was a coup. Right. It was a coup. <laughs> it was less. It was more. It was. I was like, oh, you know, because when you saw it happen, you saw, like, these older people just, like, moseying into the fucking Capitol. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, Okay this is fucked up that they're not even being you know it,
1: it, corralled like the Capitol police are just looking at them and nodding like what's going on and just
0: letting them walk past but then you start to see the videos that came out like a couple days after and weeks after like these niggas were going to kill people we're mm-hmm. going to kill political p- figures mm-hmm. and literally anyone who watches hunger game i mean um, handmaid's tale like if you spoiler alert if you haven't watched a show that's been out for eighty seven thousand <laughs> million years but that's essentially how that authoritarian right conservative Mm -hmm. um organization came to power they literally just stormed in like a political i forget what kind of political event happened the people who were a part of that right group just decided they were going to kill everyone who was in power that's how they came into power Mm -hmm. that's literally what could have happened Mm mm-hmm on um the day that they you know
1: January 6th January
0: 2021 so I'm like girl this is this is this is some real life shit so I don't I I can't we I can't how do we work with them we we shouldn't right it should not be a situation where you're like "Mm -hmm,
1: these people tried to stage a coup they tried to take over the country hello but we're still gonna let them be in power that's fine how does that work and how how does Ted Cruz still have a job
0: where's your credibility in terms of weighing in on anything related to policy at that point? Cause it's like, you kind of operated within a lie so much so that you incited a riot. So it's like, do you have no capacity to say like your statistic about <laughs> the, the statistic that's like motivating this policy de- decision is false because X, Y, and Z, you can't say that because you literally operated from a lie mm-hmm. and, 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 and contributed to a riot. Because you operated from that lie. Like, you have no opinion to me at that point. That's what I'm saying. The Republican Party has lost complete credibility. And they should not have any say. And I mean, I never thought that they had any to begin with. But truly, (laughs) they don't have any credibility. So they should not have any say in what happens in the country, I feel like, at this point. Because they're all insane.
1: At this point, they've all lost their minds. And they should be like, what is it that you do for old people who have dementia? leave for them in a home Bitch. let's put them all in a home like they need home. help
0: but i just feel like we 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 need to do <laughs> what we need to do in order to because what's going to benefit the people at the bottom is going to ultimately benefit them so at this point they're so caught up in the indoctrination of this ideology that they can't even see what the benefit is of having more left policies that directly impact their lives so that's why we need to get more power than they do to then institute those policies that will then still impact them even though petty me is like girl you shouldn't get no fucking student loan forgiveness because you decided to storm the capitol however i feel the same but you shouldn't
1: get no health care none of it you should be in jail honestly but then also the people in
0: jail deserve rights so that but also because you because if it means jeopardizing my ability to have my student loans forgiven, if you, if they use it as a wedge issue to say like, oh, we're not going to give student loan forgiveness because we're going to be giving it to people who stormed the Capitol. Bitch, I don't care about that. Forgive yeah. my loans. But even, I mean, and forgive theirs
1: as well. <laughs> it's a, a giant step for me to get there too. Cause I want to be petty. I want to be like, you get nothing because right. you're a fucking idiot. But then also it's like, but you're still human. So like you should at least have basic human rights. And I feel like, not drowning in debt is a basic human right, right So yes. <laughs> and
0: that's i mean i'm trying not to make every issue related to politics about student loans but i'm like bitch that's my issue i'm trying i'm trying not to be a single issue voter <laughs> but like bitch that's my issue
1: Healthcare is my issue
0: healthcare i issue. think
1: regularly you know how i don't know if you know but like i think about regularly how mostly white people Mm. will just step out into the street to cross the street without looking like they have no fear that they're going to get hit by a car I don't live that life I fear every day that something's going to happen to me not because and like if I get hit by a car my first thought is not going to be oh my god I got hit by a car it's going to be I can't afford to get better from this
0: now yeah that's wild
1: So it's like, I don't understand how y'all live. (laughs) Y'all could just walk into the street and be fine. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand because I don't have the type of healthcare that allows me to live like that. And I feel like I should i feel like that should be basic
0: yeah i feel like that should be basic too, maybe not shouldn't. to
1: just step out into the street but like if i have a fucking heart attack right now i'm, I'm just gonna have to die because i don't have enough money Girl, to go to the
0: hospital i'm not i'm pulling you back from the <laughs> other side bitch i'm gonna have to pull some fucking constantine shit bitch and <laughs> we're pulling you back okay no because i will not allow that to happen on my watch. Follow
1: us on all of our social media pages, especially um, Fat People Pod on Instagram because I'm going to start posting on that again, I think, maybe. And um, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taylor Renee. Don't follow me on Instagram because I don't post there anymore. You're going too
0: fast, bitch. (laughs) Follow Taylor on Twitch Mm -hmm. at
1: twitch.tv.
0: Twitch.tv slash slash Taylor Renee. Taylor Renee. Mm -hmm. Do you want to spell that for the people? It's... It's the same as it's always
1: been, guys. Taylor R Y N A I. Taylor
0: Renee, and you can follow me at the Black Hermione on Instagram. The Black. The Black. It's D A B L A C K. Hermione is H E R M I O N E. You can follow me on Twitter also at Taylor Renee, spelled exactly the same way.
1: It's actually Taylor Renee on everything. So if you ever want to find me on a social media, it's Taylor Renee.
0: But thank you for listening. <laughs> we just, we just were freestyling on this episode, but I'm glad that we're back. We'll have a little bit more structure for future episodes. We won't fall into so
1: many political holes. Maybe we still might, right? But we'll try not to. We'll try not
0: to. <laughs> I mean, what is the who is it that said the personal is political? I mean, that's you know, that's it's our lives.
1: It's impacting us. This is what we're living. I'm, I'm nervous that I can't walk outside without having to go to the hospital because I can't afford it. When we were where we were and our friend had to go to the hospital, I was like, I really hope that she has good health insurance because if this was me,
0: we would be in trouble. Boy, yeah, she's 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 fine. She's definitely fine. She has good I mean, but even then she was like bitch we need to have a whole fucking podcast about fucking healthcare because bitch what you're saying was truly like a deciding factor on how we were operating on that day so
1: (laughs) because it was like we can't call an ambulance because that costs too much we could take an uber but where are we taking an uber to to urgent care to uh the emergency room like it's just it's a lot and to be think to be going through all of that when i'm in she was in not like a life or death situation, but like a
0: That's a consultant. A life she, or
1: death type situation. She was
0: a nurse and she's a nurse and she was telling me, we're talking about my best friend. Um I'm not I don't know if I should give her a name because we're talking about her, but she'll she she'll know if she listens to this who we're talking about. But she was in a situation where she had an allergic reaction when we were away on vacation and she Was put in a position where we had to make a decision quickly. Because when you're having... She was saying to me that that's considered like a critical thing. Yeah, because if if she was
1: going to go into anaphylactic shock because she was having that type of allergic reaction, she's going to stop breathing. Right. We needed to move quickly.
0: We needed to move quickly. So we went to i immediately was like okay so let's go we got into lifts and we went to two urgent care centers one of them the first one that we went to was like we can see you but we don't take insurance bitch. so you have to pay for this out of pocket so in that moment of like <laughs> i'm my throat is closing i could be in the in a, a possible anaphylactic shock bitch <laughs> in in an instant you're saying to me we can treat you but we don't have we don't t- build insurances And this was a legitimate organization in 2021.
1: It's like, I can save your life, but you need to have enough money for me to do it because we're not going to go through the public healthcare system because black people don't pay
0: that's like why <laughs> essentially because that's really really what it was giving me so then we had to figure out again we're in a place that we are this is not our home so we don't know where things are so we had to figure out where else we can go to get her the care that she needed again she's having an allergic reaction we go to another urgent care center they're advertised on google to be open till nine we get there at eight forty. 8 40 probably like eight forty-five. oh we're closed bitch so then it's like, okay, let's just go to the emergency room. She didn't want to go to the emergency room because she didn't want to have to, A, be admitted, and, two, have to deal with the the bill associated with going to the emergency room. Would and she's never-
1: also, she's a nurse. So I think yes. that she what she was saying to me was that she didn't feel like her situation was an emergency room situation right. yet. So if she could have gotten into an urgent care facility, she would have been fine. But the fact that it had taken y'all so long because you had to go through two of them, you had to figure out the lift situation, mm-hmm. it was like, a, well, the emergency room is our last
0: Last, yeah, and what people don't understand is, as someone who works in the billing and processing of healthcare claims, your insurance company can deny some deny something because they feel like it's not medically necessary. That's they can deny that. So they could say that, oh, you were having an anaphylactic or you had an allergic reaction. We, this could have been handled by going to a primary care, or urgency care, or urgent care facility. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to pay this bill because. You could have went elsewhere. It didn't warrant you going to the emergency room or going to a hospital. So we're not going to pay this, leaving you with the bill, which could be tens of thousands of dollars. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's a, so crazy. And that's a me. thing that happens all the time in my job. So it's like, what you don't, which what, what people need to realize is that like. When we talk about policy and we talk about like healthcare, like there's real life experiences attached to like these are <laughs> people's lives, bitch. This is not us just arguing in the name of, you know, wanting to stick it to fucking Republicans. No. This is about what's going to materially affect someone.
1: Right. This is real life. I have to decide whether or not to call an ambulance or take an Uber to the hospital. Because one is cheaper than the other. Girl. This is real life. I'm I'm having an allergic reaction and I have to decide while I'm, you know, having an allergic reaction whether or not I can come out of pocket to pay to get it fixed or if I should
0: go somewhere else. Right.
1: An allergic. Re- Hello, her throat was and closing.
0: People, and the, the, I feel like the immediate reaction, the immediate kind of argument that we hear from like a more conservative leaning person is, okay, you should have consumed something that would give you that kind of reaction. Yeah. But with her, she didn't know. Right. That's the, the again, that's the, that's the point. Yeah.
1: And then, I mean, not no shade to her, but she mm-hmm. consumed the same thing the next day. Right. And that reaction didn't happen. So it's like, I, I don't e- we don't even know what it was. Right. One. We so for you it. to be like, you don't, you shouldn't have consumed it. It's like, well, Bitch, I can't consume anything, right? Like, like.
0: yeah, yeah, and that's... It, I mean, if you take that logic, that logic to, like, it's kind of, you know, the furthest conclusion, it's like, you shouldn't... Don't participate in any activity that potentially could be harmful to you and your health in order to avoid having to interact with the healthcare system so that you don't have a bill. That's literally it. So that means don't leave your house. That right. means don't stand in front of the microwave for a, two seconds. That means don't put on deodorant. That like don't go to the gym. Like don't be liter- stressed out. Right. <laughs> like, Meanwhile, li-
1: y'all are stepping into the street, into traffic, and just expecting to live.
0: Girl. And that was fat people with opinions. <laughs> how, how long was this one? It
1: was an hour and a half.
0: Bitch. <laughs> We're back we're fat and we still have fucking fucking opinions opinions. (laughs)
1: bitch (laughs) we'll see y'all next week goodbye
0: goodbye